Welcome back, welcome back. So good to see you. Well, I guess I can't see you, but you're here, you're listening, and that makes my day. <laughs> What's up? Thank you so much for jumping back in for another soul driven interview. Um, as you can see, I'm back to my silly, ridiculous, goofy self. <laughs> um, whew, I made it through April and, and, and May is just, you know, May, yeah, uh, May is, is turning around here at the end. Um, this past weekly Akashic forecast that I channeled through on YouTube, um, they really talked about how the energy is very, like it's shifting for this week and it's going to feel really good and like really be getting us going and moving. And I was like, yes, because um, I could feel that. I could feel that last week. Last week felt good too. But um, <laughs> it was funny because my partner the other day was like, so I listened to the May Akashic forecast and your energy was really different. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, it was pretty low. And I was like, well... Yeah. <laughs> I recorded that in April. Tough damn month. Okay. Um, the one thing that you can always expect from me is authenticity. You know, I show up how I am. I am who I am. And usually when I'm going through it, like it's not something that I hide unless I'm just so confused about what's going through what I'm going through that I don't even know how to share it. But um, yeah, it feels good to be back and, and full of energy again and clear on so many different directions in my life and also excited for the future. And I hope that you are also feeling the energy of this. Um, and if you're not, don't worry, hold on, your day is coming. <laughs> um, when I was feeling amazing in February, earlier parts of March, uh, I remember a good friend of mine was like really struggling. And then it was like, of course, we flip-flopped. Then my world went upside down and hers, you know, went up to heaven. So this is life, the ebb and the flow. And man, it sucks sometimes. But, you know... I am really trying to get better acclimated at being able to acclimate myself when, when I'm in the midst of these really low times or high times. And um, it's not easy. It's a practice. And I think that for all of us, that's really something we should focus on improving in our life so that when, when we are down in the dumps, it's not like, oh my gosh, the world is ending. Uh, we can be like, okay. I'm going to come out of this with a lesson. Okay. This could be right before a really huge upgrade. Okay. This could be, you know what I mean? Um, and really doing our best to stay focused on those things. And in the midst of that, you know, it's, that's why it's so important for us to have tools, right? Um, spiritual tools that we can lean on that can help us. And if you don't have any spiritual tools, that's okay. Laughter would be number one, right? Really, really finding things to help you laugh because my gosh, we take life so seriously. You know, um, we take our accomplishments really seriously. We take our, 
our identity really seriously and like, just doesn't matter. Um, and not that we shouldn't take pride in the things that we do and, and those sorts of things. That's the other extreme. That's not what I'm saying. It's just that if we're not having fun, then we need to reevaluate <laughs> what it is that we're doing, you know? Okay. Oh, wait, is that me? Sorry. I was like looking around like, who's, who's is that? <laughs> Like it could be anyone else's. Um, All right. Awesome. Today, I'm so pumped to introduce you to a phenomenal guest, Amanda Monnier. And um, I'm going to dive into that in just a moment. But of course, just a really few quick announcements. Number one. Oh my gosh. I almost, my brain almost went flag. It almost did. Okay. So every Friday, come hang out with me on YouTube. 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time um, for the weekly Akashic forecast. Come hang out, ask questions, and if you can't make it, check the replay, watch it, feel free to ask questions, and I can pick them up the following week. Um, You know, this has been fun. I've actually started having some folks join here and there, and and that's, that's been cool. It's always interesting, you know, to start something new. And um, I try to just focus on what feels good. I'm, I'm in this continuous battle with, with marketing these days because I don't want to market the way everyone else markets, you know. Um, but at the same time, like, you have to put yourself out there. So anyway, I'd love to have you join me. All of that was just mind stuff happening. Well, we are moving on now. <laughs> And the second thing is what's up confidence series. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. If you haven't heard about the confidence series, please check out last week's episode to really learn a lot more about it. Or you can check out my website, the confidence series. There's a landing page. It's under events. Um, I also wrote a blog about it on medium Um, getting ready to do some lives this week. I created a YouTube video about it, but YouTube said I was violating stuff. So whatever. Um, but plenty of ways for you to check it out. And I'm just going to share a little bit with you, um, on the front end, know that this, we are in the midst of early bird, early bird only lasts until the first, uh, registration closes on the ninth and we get going on the 16th. So what is the Confidence Series? This is a six-week live series slash course. (laughs) And you don't have to be live to to take in the magic of this course, okay? Just want to say that up front. Um, You will receive replays the next days. You will be receiving the activations and everything else that comes with it, Um, workbooks, whole nine yards. So If the time doesn't necessarily work good for you, please don't let that hinder you if you really feel called to this. Um, The folks who have already signed up for this course are just blowing my mind. I'm so excited, so, so excited. You know, as a creator, I mean, you can create something, but when it comes to, especially for this particular type of course, because it is raw, it is transparent. We are diving deep on our insecurities, on our self-doubt, on the things that hold us back from being who we are on this planet, from living life from an empowered way. And this is a beautiful, beautiful channeled 
divinely led course, something that was given to me from my guides and the Akashic Records um, back in May. Again, you can go check out any one of those resources, like I mentioned, to hear the full story. But we're just going to be doing beautiful work, coming together in a very safe container. Um, Every week is going to look a little bit different, but we'll be coming together we will be discussing that week's topic. And every week we're diving into like another big topic in life. So the first week is relationships and um, primarily we'll be looking at boundaries and how we show up. And of course, this is relationships across the board, everything from your coworkers to your partner, to your parents, kids, whatever the case may be, relationships, huge, huge topic, right? So we'll be coming together to talk about these things. There will, it's, this is going to be a very engaging series. So there'll be time for sharing, um, discussing, in addition to going over ways that the Akashic Records um, really have shared about how to overcome these areas in our lives, practical things that we can do on the everyday to heal from them. Um, there'll be time for journaling, a couple of other things, but like, We'll also be going through a beautiful activation um, to really clear out the fear surrounding these areas, really clear out those blocks that are holding us back, um, releasing all of this with a sacred Akashic activation. That's right. Say that three times. (laughs) Um, But it's going to be incredible. I am so pumped. So if this calls to you at all, or if you know someone who might benefit from it, it is priced very reasonably. Please go check it out. I would love to have you if you feel called. If you have any questions, of course, you can reach out to me and I will, um, yeah, answer them for you, you know, help you make sense of whether this might be the right thing for you. But What I would say to you now is trust your intuition. If this feels right for you, if this is where you're at, go for it because you won't regret it. The number one things that my guide showed me when this, when this transmission, this download came in of this course, um, was that this will be a life changing experience for everyone who attends, including myself. Okay, I'm going to be there healing right along with you. (laughs) We are all one. Okay. All right. So, Miss Amanda, girlfriend and I, the thing is, is that sometimes I meet folks within this industry who are like on such fire, who have such strong energy, strong energy like the way that I have, that I'm almost kind of like, whoa, I'm just going to like take this in. Um... And Amanda was definitely that. This girl has has been through it. And you can tell she is a beautiful, authentic, just open, open book of a soul. And I so enjoyed getting to talk with her. Um, some of the things that we really talked about was, you know, how things that we focus on expand. Um she is very connected to new earth as a new earth visionary. And I'll get into her bio here in just a second, but we talked about that from her point of view, which was awesome. I think she really helps to kind of bring it down to planet earth. (laughs) Um, but we talked about her 
fascinating transition from law enforcement into, you know, spiritual work, which for me is, I love the transition stories, you know, like how did this happen? Why did this happen? I'm so curious about that because for a lot of us, um, you know, I mean, as I've said on this podcast so many times, the leap from being a CEO of a marketing agency to a spiritual guide was a huge one. It's still a big one. And it fascinates me hearing how other people dive in. But we talked about things like human design and gene keys, um, you know, perseverance and over- overcoming trials and just a number of different things. I'm not going to dive into all those specifics because I want you to enjoy the interview. Okay, so let me introduce you to Amanda Monier. Amanda knows she is here to assist with the anchoring of new earth and oneness consciousness. The veil is thin and the old way simply does not work any longer. She has a passion for supporting people and meeting them where they are at in their, in, in their journey. Amanda transitioned into her soul work from a career in law enforcement after feeling the nudge to go all in on herself. She believes in each of us activating our inner healer and healing through connection to our own divinity. She holds space for healing ancestral patterns, conditioning, imprints, beliefs, and the shift into your fullest embodiment of who you are at a soul level. Amanda is completely committed reminding, to reminding others that everything they ever needed was always inside. Can I get a big hell yes? As many of you know, that bio fully resonates with the work that I do, the focuses I have for my work, my missions, whole nine yards. So without further ado, enjoy meeting Amanda Monier. Welcome to the Soul Driven Podcast. I believe that when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. If you are searching for meaning and purpose, if you are unsure about how to combine the spiritual with the everyday, if you are ready to uncover who you truly are, then you've come to the right place. The Soul Driven Podcast is dedicated to exploring the intersection of living a soulful and spiritual life in a driven and ambitious world. Join me for practical guidance, truthful discussions, and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul-driven life. My name is Anna Hendricks, spiritual guide, marketer, and your host. Thank you for being here. Welcome back, folks, and thank you so much for joining us again this week for another soul-driven interview I'm really excited to dive in with today's guest and nerd out on all things spirituality and intuition and just, yeah. Um, Anytime I have someone on the podcast that I feel is of like mind, I'm just curious to get to know them. And today's guest is someone that I haven't met before, so I'm extra excited to, to get to know her and just learn about what it is that she does and share her story with you all. So let's go ahead and dive in. Um, thank you so much for being here today. Welcome to the show, Amanda Monier. Yes. Yes. Thanks, Anna. I appreciate <laughs> you having me. Thank you for, yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm excited for this conversation. It's going to be yeah. wonderful. I, I didn't like totally murder your last name, did I? Oh, no, you're good. <laughs> no worries. It's, it's a little tongue twister, so. 
Is it is it French or? So I believe it's actually pronounced Monier, but my family, um, my grandpa grew up in Nebraska, so they say Monier. They add a little, you know, a little <laughs> twang to it. So I'm just like, I don't know, I'll just roll with it for 32 years now. So <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, I I wasn't from the South, but I pretty much grew up there because uh, we moved to the South when I was young and um, people would always call me Anna, but at home I was Anna. And I was like, so one day I went home, I was like, dad, what's the deal? Is my name Anna or Anna? And he was like, it's Anna. Um, cause my name is spelled A N N A on my birth certificate. But I was like, I wanted people to say my name, right? So I went through all these different, um, spellings for a hot minute and then finally landed on the one that I have still to this day. Um, but suffice it to say that still didn't help. So. <laughs> I know guilty. Cause I asked you when we got online, I was like, is it Anna or Anna? Like I was pretty sure it was Anna, but <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I have been called Una, Ina. I mean, like no. back in my waitressing <laughs> days, it was all the things. So it's fine. No problem. Um, so welcome to the show. So you are a holistic healer and new earth visionary and correct. Yes. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Um, Perfect. So I'd love to just kind of jump in with questions and just get to know you. Again, a lot of the folks that I have on my show, I've connected with in some way or another, um, but I love getting to know new people. And so very excited for this. Um, The first question I ask all of my guests, what makes you soul driven? I love that question. Ever since I was a little girl, I always knew that there was just something more going on. Like I couldn't explain it though. I just felt like the way that like I was being told things worked. I was like, this just does not seem to be true. And so later throughout my life, when I had my awakening and consciousness, I was like, okay, now it's starting to make sense. And then started that external journey later turned inward. And so it's just this always been this inner knowing inside of me that I just had to really find out the truth of who I was at the end of the day. That's what I've come to learn. Just understand who I am at a deeper level and what I'm here to do. And at at this point, like knowing what I know, because I always say it's like you can know something and then you can know it, know it at like a cellular level to where you can't unknow what you know consciously. And so now after having this awakening and consciousness, it's like there's no other option for me. (laughs) And so really what it means to me is just, Um, bringing more of my unique essence online and letting go of everything's not, that's not that. So all the conditioning, the imprints and all the, all the lies, all the characters that I've played, all the things and really getting down to that, that truth and that expansiveness. And so basically in a nutshell, it's like, I just can't not (laughs) at this point. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. I think those of us who are kind of born seekers inevitably end up on this path, you know, in, in one way or another. And I think that it is such a path because it's forever unfolding. There's no end to it. Um, at least for me on my path, every time I think that I've like gotten somewhere and like understood something, it's like, you know, that implodes and then I have to kind of start all over again. Um, I always laugh. There was this one time in my life, uh, before I met my partner, um, we've been to, this was about six years ago and I was single and I had like been single, um, purposefully 
for about a year and a half. And I was just like, I was in the most spectacular place. And, um, I remember coming home from yoga one day and I was like, this is it. I have nothing to heal. I am like perfect now. I've got it all. Like I've, I've done so well. And it's, embarrassing to even say that, but it's true. Like I literally thought that. Um, and then it was shortly after I met my partner and it was like this dumpster truck pulled up and just like unloaded all of the things that I had yet to even remotely touch. Um, you know, when you're single, you don't have that mirror in your life to constantly show you. (laughs) Oh my gosh, totally. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's, it's one of those things that never end. So, um, you have so much going on right now and so many different things that you do, but I'd really love to kind of take it back a little bit. I am so curious about the fact that you were in law enforcement. So when I was younger, I wanted to be a cop pretty hardcore. Um, and I've worked with different police stations throughout my life and was an interpreter when I was in college. Um, for whatever reason, I've always had a lot of respect and appreciation um, for law enforcement, especially cops, just knowing that they put their life on the line every freaking day that they show up to work. Um, But I'd love to hear your story because similar to me, who I used to own a marketing agency and now I'm a spiritual guide, you used to be in law enforcement and now you're like, the new earth lady. So (laughs) yeah. Well, first off, I can totally relate to what you shared around. It's like you get to these points and you feel so expansive. You're like, what could there be more? And that's always been like on the cusp of like the next round of dark night of the soul for me or some really deep breakthroughs or whatever. So I can completely relate to that. And yeah, so I was in law enforcement for about six years. I was a probation officer. So it was definitely a journey. And I actually had my initial awakening, spiritual awakening, awakening in consciousness, whatever you want to call it, a couple of years into my journey. And it was so interesting for me because I look back and being in law enforcement was also kind of a way, oddly, how I stayed safe because I stayed safe by being in my very masculine energy, constantly in that like do, do, do mode. And so when I had this awakening in law, when I was a couple of years in, It was like, I was already kind of the anomaly because before I had this awakening, I was into like the yoga and the green drinks. And they're like, oh, there's Monier with her green $8 drink and (laughs) her yoga mat and all this and that. So I was already kind of always felt, I always kind of felt like the oddball out on a lot of things because I never felt like I fit into the societal norms that were created. So it was just a very interesting thing because when I started in this career, I was like, this is my dream career. I'm never leaving, never going to leave. And then a couple of years before I left, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, maybe I am going to leave. And I didn't know what that would look like, but there was just something that inside me that was like, this is not the end. This is not the end all be all. This is just a chapter in my journey. And so I realized like sometimes we get so fixated on, you know, putting attachment and labels to things that it's like, well, maybe we can let the thing show us what it's meant to show us. And that goes for what I've learned with relationships too. It's like, we're so quick to, you know, look 12 months down the line or whatever. It's like, well, maybe that thing wants to show us something. And so we can let that thing show us what it wants to. So ended up leaving law enforcement, um, sidestepped over to my family's business for a couple months, which I later realized was worse than collecting probation uh, urine samples. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. So (laughs) I 
was actually in escrow. I was supposed to move. We were going to be opening up another branch of the family business. So I'm in escrow um, about to literally not have a home in about 15 days. And I just had this, like, like, it's like we had these little nudges and then sometimes they turn into screams and we don't listen to the little nudges <laughs> turned into a, a scream. It was like kind of like tower moment. And I was just, I, I literally quit on the spot. I've never quit a job on the spot in my entire life. So I quit the job on the spot and I'm sitting in my car and I'm like, okay, this is cool. Like I've never not had a job since I was 15. I just quit my job. My home's, my home is literally about to not be my home in 15 days. And I'm like, well, (laughs) okay, universe. Like, I hope you have a plan. And so long story short, I decided to start my business. And this was about 15 or so months ago. And I would be lying if I said it was all sunshine and rainbows, because that was another part of the journey. I thought, you know, going into business, I was just going to slide on in and it was going to be, you know, easy peasy. And it definitely wasn't. And so I've learned more in the last year. I've cried more in the last year than my entire life, but also like this place that I've arrived to, it's like, I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, because it's like, we get to meet ourselves in the midst of the challenges and the pivots and the shadows and the light is also beautiful, but it's the contrast that really has us appreciating the light at a deeper level. So it's, I've learned for me at least, and with everything I say, I always say, take what resonates and leave the rest, but it's like the two, both of them. And it's just led to a deeper understanding of myself and what I'm here to do. And so it's just been a very interesting twist and turns that I never expected. (laughs) So we talked about human design briefly before we started recording. So what is your, what is your profile and type? Uh, Four, six sacral generator. Perfect. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So it was interesting while you were talking. I'm like, I wonder if she's a three, if she's a third line. (laughs) Oh yeah. I could see, Um, I could see there being a little bit of that here, (laughs) the experimentation and all the things. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool though. Um, for me, the, the journey has always been very similarly that, I mean, it's what adds flavor to the path, you know? And honestly, I think that like even for a four, six, like, oh my gosh, that's just you building on your wisdom, all the tears and blood and sweat and all that stuff you've been going through, right. is just making you that much more equipped to be that much better for what it is that you're doing. Um, but I'm, I'm sure that that transition was kind of intense. So like, was it, um, difficult for you mentally to make that transition from, you know, like what I call the 3d world into like having a spiritual business? Um, like for me, it was so, it's still something I wrestle with. I owned, you know, an agency for a decade, um, and felt very comfortable in that easy to talk to people at parties. And now it's like, I've really had to think about what I want to share and how I want to share it and who I'm talking to. And you know what I mean? Um, but I'm curious in the midst of building this business, if you have struggled with that difference or what that's been like for you. Oh, entirely. Yeah. And I think it's been most intense for my ego. I'll be completely raw and real. It, you know, because when we go from these 3D societal structures, and we have a way where we fit in. I think at the end of the day, as human beings, you want to be seen, felt, heard, understood. You know, so there's that level of community that, you know, most, if not all of us, I feel desire. And so, yeah, when I shifted, I was like, when people would ask me what I do initially, I'd be like, uh, (laughs) because it's like, I just felt like 
nobody would really understand. And so I've come to a place where I can explain it to where I also, it's not my job to convince people, right? Like the right people I've learned will find it and will, there'll be a resonance, even if it's just a frequency resonance. And they're still like, I don't know exactly what you're saying, but I can feel through the frequencies that this is something that I am kind of here for. So yeah, it's definitely been interesting and um, very humbling. I will say it's been a very humbling experience because, um, It's just been, again, meeting myself at the deepest of levels and going from just, you know, the stability in a career, the pension, the, all the things that come with that, the consistency in having that paycheck, you know, it's going to be in your account every two weeks and, and then going to where you're like, oh, I mean, I, I know I have the tools, but no one told me about the business side of things. (laughs) No one explained that one to me. And so it's been again, very humbling, but it's like, as you grow through the challenges and as you just don't give up, you learn, you learn and you implement and you pivot. And so that has been the gift for me is really that it didn't come easy. (laughs) That even though sometimes it's like, I'm like, okay, like part of me is like, am I, am I supposed to give up on this? But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, if we keep going and we don't give up, even if it's not easy, we can learn through it and we can really, for some of us, it it just might not come as easy as it does for others. And there might be more learning and then our learning, then we can then take in to others. Because one of the big things that I've learned as well is that I wasn't meant to create in this old 3D templates. There's a lot of us here on this planet right now. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably one of them. We're actually writing the script for the new. And so the old way simply doesn't work because those structures energetically, we've evolved past those. And so if we've evolved past those, those and we try to force ourselves into that structure, it's, there's not going to be that resonance. We're going to kind of feel that backfire, especially if we're forcing it. And then, you know, really understanding ourselves and the way we show up and human design and the gene keys has been a beautiful way that I've learned to do that because we all don't manifest the same. We all don't create the same. We're not all here to do the same things. And so when we have everything, that's why I loved your podcast episode on like the, it was like, you know, we have the black, black, so black and white. It's like, well, I loved how you said it. Can we have a third option? There is a third option and we're creating that third option. Absolutely. Absolutely. This past year, I would say um, in the midst of building out this business and really I would say like, you know, maybe that last like eight to 10 months or whatever, my huge focus has been shedding all of the conditioning of how marketing is supposed to go versus what feels good to me. Um, all the things that my marketing brain, you know, and this is still something I'm working through. I took like a six month break from social media and just let one of my assistants kind of handle pushing out content for the podcast, but disappeared from, you know, from those have like on my phone or anything like that. Cause I just really wanted to step outside of it because it had felt empty to me for so long. And even in the midst of building this business, like I really have a lot of resistance to building it the way that I've built other businesses or the way that, you know, so I fully resonate with what you're talking about. Um, And that's certainly something I think that people need to feel more free about, whether they're building a business or whether they're building their life, maybe a relationship, you know, like your relationship with your significant other doesn't need to look like it looks to everyone else. People can't believe that my partner and I are not married yet. And like, we're just like, that's not where we're at. And, you know, like we're just doing our thing. And um, our relationship looks very different from most people's relationship. And the way that we communicate or things are our priorities. And 
Like his family, it's so funny because they think we're the strangest people, but like, it just doesn't matter. You know, um, this new paradigm that we have stepped into what you're speaking to is just the importance of us showing up authentically for ourselves. And that really helps us to get into alignment. Um, so the transition for you, like in regards to kind of making that jump into being an entrepreneur, I'd love to know like some things that were really helpful for you. Um, cause I know we definitely have a lot of folks who listen to this podcast who have their own businesses, um, and, or who are considering potentially stepping out there. So I'd love for you to share with us just some, just some things that were helpful for you. Yeah. One of the main things that I learned was that and we've kind of already touched on this is I don't have to follow someone else's the way someone else built their business. And that's was my experience. Cause I hired a business coach and I say, I paid for a very beautiful lesson <laughs> because I thought that it was going to be so different than what it was. And we can get kind of caught up in what everyone else is doing and how everyone else is showing up. But when we follow our own guidance and our own soul frequency and our own blueprint. And we really trust ourselves. Like for me, I'm slowly transitioning off of Facebook. I'm not necessarily going to delete my profile, but I'm not feeling resonant with Facebook. I still am on Instagram for now, but I just recently joined insight timer and it's a, it's like a meditation app, but teachers and healers and, you know, all the spiritual things you can create a teacher account and you can put your content on there. And there's millions of people who are already get it, who are already on there. And so that felt like a yes for me. So it's those sorts of things where it's really tuning into how you intuitively process, like what is a yes for you and what is a no for you and going with that. And also making everything your own. One thing I fell a bit into with my programs and certifications and all the things was I was like, oh, I got to do it this way, just the way it's taught. But that's actually not true. I mean, it can be true, but what I found is if we're making it our own, then it's connected to our own frequency and our source connection. We're not plugged into someone else's truth because when we're plugged into someone else's absolute truth, it's going to bleed over into our work and then it's not fully us. And so those are some of the main things that I really realized. And, um, also taking inventory of like where your yes is really a no, because when we have a lot of things in our lives where we're saying yes, but it's really a no, it can really muck up and, and really make fuzzy our ability to receive because it creates this confusion. The universe doesn't care. It's all about frequency. So the universe doesn't care what we're saying yes and no to, but at the same time, if we're saying yes to something that feels really heavy to us or out of obligation or all the shoulds, then it's, we're sending that message that that is where our consciousness is at. So if everything's just a beautiful mirror of our consciousness, we can constantly be looking and, and seeing what's going on. And if we look at it as everything's happening for us, if we get activated or triggered, I come to look at those as beautiful gifts and insights where I can go within myself because we could go into victim mode or we can say, oh, what's, what's like the silver lining here? It's bringing up something for me. And that happened to me a couple of days ago where I, this thing got activated inside of me. It was a really old pattern, but it was activated by someone in my present. And it was all around almost feeling like I needed to go in and like save people from like chaos. And it's like, whoa, when I, cause that was some things in my childhood where that was infused into how I showed up for people. It was like, I felt like I needed to save the day. And I'm like, well, first off, that's not the type of client that I want to be connected with. And second of all, it doesn't feel good. So we can use these sorts of things as a beautiful guidepost and indication 
of, of where we're at. And literally in that specific moment, that's the thing too. We can make all these things so much more difficult than they really are. We can pause, presence ourselves and say, okay, this is what I'm feeling. This is what's coming up. Sometimes we don't even need to know. And then I can say, okay, I'm going to go ahead and release this and download a new program because this one is outdated. And so we can really just take inventory and shift these things in our business. And then the last thing I would say is I've mentioned this a couple of times that human design and the gene keys, because our gene keys give us such a beautiful compass blueprint for how we're meant to show up in our business. And I have not found one thing in my gene keys where I'm like, that doesn't resonate. It is all (laughs) resonant. So the gene keys find you when you're ready for it. So if that's pinging in your system, it might be, um, might be open to go pull your chart and see if it resonates because there's even a sphere. The life's work is tied to the, your brand. And so there's just all these beautiful breadcrumbs in there that you can contemplate and really understand yourself on a deeper level. And that's the shadow aspects, the gift and the full expansiveness, which is called the city. So it's just been game changing those, those things that have shown up for me within the last 15 months of starting my business. That's awesome. Those are, those are great lessons. I was just listening to um, a discussion with Richard Rudd this morning. So love that man. Oh, um, yes. Yes. The, uh, what is it? The seven seals. Oh, don't even get me started. So beautiful. So one of the things that you touched on, which I really, really loved. Um, and give me a second here because my brain gets excited and then I lose my words. <laughs> um Cause you touched on so many really great things, but it'll come back to me in a second. Um, so with your, and, and just to kind of clarify, so with the business coach that you hired, um, essentially sort of what happened is that, um, the mold that they were kind of wanting to invite you into just wasn't yours. Is that correct? Yes. A hundred percent. So it was like a combination of like, love stuff, but business stuff and no judgment at all. But it just wasn't at the time of where my awareness was, I thought it was like literally the savior. And so that's the thing. I, I put this person on a pedestal (laughs) Mm. and really I feel that where we're going, like hierarchy is not a thing. We all, again, are a beautiful piece of the puzzle. So what worked for this person and them manifesting, you know, and creating their business, it wasn't resonating with me. Like there was, for example, this, um, video that I was part of my homework assignments and it was all about overcoming objections. And I'm like, I'm like, that just feels so icky to my body. I'm like, that is never going to be the way I run my business because to me, my frequency and my resonance and the way we show up, that's like, honestly, I feel the new age of marketing. That's what the marketing is because anybody I've ever signed up to work with um, especially I'm saying like in the recent ones, I've come to understand these things at a deeper level. I'll give an example. Dr. Kim DeRama has a beautiful program. It's called awaken your business. And it was literally all about around creating a business in this unity, oneness, consciousness. And I watched a talk and I was like, she spoke to my soul and I was like, I signed me up. Like, and it, the program resonated on the deepest of levels. So it's like that sort of resonance in working with, you know, our d- unique design on how we process things and get to those yeses and nos, but it's the things like that. So I just knew that this didn't resonate with my system, but it was unconscious. It's initial coaching thing. It was unconscious because there were so many things going on in my life and I was so new to this. So I didn't understand 
that we don't have to have a posting, you know, can if you want, if it help, is helpful, but you don't have to have a social media template. You don't have to have canned language that you use. You don't have to slide into people's DMs, which I never did. I never, <laughs> I don't resonate with that, <laughs> but it's like, we don't have to do that because when we are in our unique expression, we're, and we're emanating that energetic frequency and those energetic coatings that are unique to us, it activates something. And the people that are really we're meant to work with. And I'm here for working with people where it's like that community, those soulmate clients. And so there's a different energetic, right? And it goes back to kind of that old 3D template and this new template. I'll give a really quick story because I found this fascinating. So um, it was around, I believe it was CNN and they were going to be launching the CNN plus app. And they invested millions of dollars. Don't quote me on this, but I believe it was around $300 million into marketing this app. And the old marketing clearly didn't work because only it was like less, I think like than 50,000 people that signed up for this app and the project was a fluke. So I feel that anything rooted in that corporate greed and all the things that are not of truth because of where we're at as an evolution of human consciousness simply isn't going to work. You're like throwing mud at the wall and it might stick. You might get like one or two clients that might work a smidge. But it's about the long game and really bringing this resonance and the truth of who you are online and letting that be that marketing, that emanation of of who you are, your unique essence versus, you know, the ads, which I'm not saying ads are bad, but it's like the old structures just just alone in and of themselves. It's we've evolved past that. We're just not resonating with that any longer. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, when I was, so this, the course, um, the series, the confidence series that I just launched uh, a couple of days ago, it was, uh, came in as a transmission the first week in May when I was on vacation. And I knew immediately it was something I needed to share very quickly and, and launch, um, you know, within a month. And, um, and I put together a landing page and I shared it with a couple of people. And, you know, one of the folks who listened or like who was reading over it was like, well, you need to explain this. You need to explain this. You need to like, you know, like make sure you outline all of the benefits and outline, like basically get super detailed and, and all of this. And I was just like, no, that doesn't, I mean, honestly, this was so divinely channeled through to me. I fully trust that the people who are meant to come will come. And it's not like I won't promote it, but at the same time, I don't have that attachment to like, oh my gosh, everything has to be perfectly right. You know, when I shared it with folks, it was most important for me to share with people who know me and be like, am I coming through? Do you hear me talking when you're reading this? And I think like exactly what you're saying. It's just... You know, it's that authenticity, it's us showing up and being genuine and sharing our energy. And the people who are really attracted to that are going to be invited into that. Um, and all of the extra things, some of them might help for sure. Um, but I think for me, the way I look at it is like, what's the intention underneath it, right? Um, if I'm looking for validation in regards to signups or if I'm, you know, like those things can really just cause a bit of a mess when it comes to business stuff. So that's why I was so curious about this switch from, again, like the 3D world to the spiritual, because it's like, things just don't work the same here. <laughs> right. Yep. You get to learn that way. And, and one thing someone said to me the other day, and I was like, yeah, we were having a conversation back and forth about this. I'm like, I don't know about you, because 
I, I take like sometimes an hour to do my podcast notes. And then, you know, even like if I'm have an offering, like, you know, writing it and I'm like the episodes that I'm like a heck yes for, I've never, I've, I don't think I've ever read, read podcast notes, not to say they aren't helpful, but I, and then the sales pages of people where I'm like already a yes, I've never gone through every line of those. (laughs) So it's like, sometimes, you know, we get into like that more mind analytical space when it's, again, if it's all about resonance and frequency, frequency, and those like just our innate essence coming through, it's like, whatever that is, is oftentimes just perfect. It's just the perfect amount when it's coming from like our heart and our soul. It's just so different. Yeah. Well, it's pure. And because we are becoming more and more energetically attuned to one another. We're all so much more sensitive these days. We pick up on that so much more easily. Um, I think, you know, like we're really tapping into that, you know, that frequency without even really thinking about it. Um, so I'd love to talk with you about being a healer and calling yourself a healer. Um, I'm really curious. I'm always, I, I love having this conversation with people who have healer in their title because I always hear a lot of chatter around the fact that like, no, I'm not a healer. I help people heal. So I can't call myself a healer. And I just feel like this is, again, my opinion, feel like this is a a disempowered way of sharing what it is we've been um, empowered to do. So, but I would love to hear um, what being a healer is to you. If that was something that you struggled calling yourself, um, and a bit about the work you do as well. Yeah. So I do, I, I do call myself a healer and I also, it's like slash healing facilitator because at the end of the day, I truly feel, and through this is through my own journey of trying it both ways, that our healing is our choice. It's our responsibility. Um, you know, I've had healings where people kind of go into my field and they'll do things, but I feel that healing is, is really the most empowering when you have someone that is able to show up as like that beautiful mirror for you. That's able to tap into the field. I call it the higher self. So it's like the, all that isness of you past, present, future, all the ancestral stuff that you might be carrying, all the emotions in your field, the imprints, the conditionings, all the beautiful events. It contains literally everything. And it's an extension of your own source connection. So it's like both, right? Because for me, I love empowering my clients, but also it's like, I've stepped into this frequency where I feel that when we've stepped into certain frequencies and we're emanating certain things, we now have that as an available offering to those in our circle. And so it's both, right? I found it one in the same. Cause I'm not like, Oh, you know, you're not empowered to hear your, heal yourself. I'm doing the healing. All the healing I do comes through basically the instructions that I'm getting, the attunements I've received, the frequencies, the intuition, but it's offered to the higher selves of the client and it's funneled through their own beautiful lens. So it's guided by them. So again, it's just really important for me to remind people of how powerful they are and of who to be able to release all those things that aren't them. So in working with clients, it's like I have definitely developed the gifts of being able to tune into those things, whether it be physical body stuff or, you know, different energetic blocks, because we're multidimensional beings and this stuff is multifaceted. It's layered. I struggled with acne up until age 31. I'm 32 now. And it I've been on my healing journey for about eight years and it took me about eight years to unravel all the things that were causing my acne. And one of the things was this 
deeply rooted identity structure that I was too much. My light was too bright. I literally put this cloak on. It was shown to me as like this costume. And so there were also um, levels and layers of things related to like viruses and bacteria that were coupling with it. So again, I said frequency a lot, but if there is a resonance, so low vibrational frequencies, for example, of guilt, shame, and unworthy, they resonate with the frequencies of viruses and bacterias. Funguses resonate with the fear, uh, the frequencies of, um, why am I losing the word here? It starts in the resentment, <laughs> resentment. And so when we have these low vibrational frequencies in our bodies, then we become magnets to some of the diseases. So it's all connected. There isn't like just, it's not by just a shot that you have like hip pain, right? There's something deeper going on and it could be an emotional thing. It could be an energetic um, event it could be some, you know, there are a lot of us who have like the open head and ajnas that we're, we really connect to the collective and we might not even be realizing it. So a lot of times I'll ask someone that I'm working with, is this even yours? Because we can, I don't call it cord cutting. We can just clear the connection because we're always connected. So we can just clear that connection. So you don't have to be picking up on stuff that feels heavy because you're of more service to yourself and then to others when you're in that high vibration. So we don't have to take ourselves there. So again, it's just so multi-layered and it can be so many different things and it's really not one size fits all. So that's what I love about, you know, as I'm doing these things, it's things that people can take when I'm not with them and be really tapping into on their own because we all have access to this. It's just how in which we choose to connect with it. And the one thing that is just beyond powerful in all of this is our intention. So and if we have that foundation for what our intention is, that allows the openings for what wants to come through. Yeah, I love all of that. <laughs> um, question, just side, but in regards to like the fungus and, and the resentment and are these things, um, I, I've heard about this through like the emotion code and body code. Is that kind of what you're referring to in regards to? learning where these things come from? So, so I actually did get certified in the emotion code. Um, but actually what expanded my awareness on this is a certification in energetic allergy healing. Um, so basically the fundamentals and foundation of this modality is that when we are not in harmony with something, when there's a resistance to something on any level, spiritual, emotional, mental. I could be allergic to my dog, but I could also be allergic to my computer. I could be allergic to, you know, the trees outside. I could be allergic to a person. It's just when there's a resistance and we're not in harmony, we don't have that neutrality. There's a negative charge to it. We can have that charge to it. And so when we have these resistances, it really prevents that divine intelligence inside of us from being able to heal on the deeper levels. Because I always speak of this divine intelligence. It knows exactly what to do. It knew what to do when we were in our mother's womb. It knew to develop the liver cells. It knew to create the fingers and the toes. So we don't even necessarily have to tell it what to do. However, when we have this dense energy in the body, that's mucking up the flow of energy and it's mucking up our body's ability to do what it needs to do to heal itself because we're giving different instructions because it's through our consciousness, our belief in something, the beliefs in our consciousness, our agreements that, that we have with things. Um, there was, um, an individual that I know that went into the doctor and got a diagnosis for Parkinson's and there wasn't many, there was not symptoms, at least to the magnitude of the symptoms that showed up two weeks after he was like, Oh, I have Parkinson's. So there's also this 
power in our consciousness where we, when we agree to certain things and we say that as true, it becomes true. It becomes a belief structure. And then when we reinforce these over time, it's like, well, what we're, whatever we're saying is true. It's truth. Yeah. Do you believe it's easy to break those sorts of things? That's just like such a nuanced question. I want to say yes. Right. Um, but sometimes these things can be very layered. So it's also, you know, my, the journey I shared with my acne, there were times when I'm like, oh my gosh, nothing's going to work. Cause I tried every <laughs> skincare. I tried so many different healing modalities, but the one thing is, is also again, this perseverance and this not giving up and really, I don't feel that we're necessarily handed anything as far as when something's coming up and especially with body healing that we're not able to process because the body and the unconscious, the main jobs are to keep us safe. Our unconscious really is just doing its best to protect us. And so to answer your question, I'm going to say, yes, I do feel it's easy because that's what I'm, you know, that's part of what I'm here to bring to people is that it can be easy, but it doesn't mean there might not be challenges. It doesn't mean there might not be emotions. It doesn't mean there might not be little walls that we push up against that we have to pivot to something else and, and go somewhere else because it's like, you know, maybe we have a certain mentor that can take us to certain distance, but then it's time to pivot because we're ready for this next level of expansiveness. And oftentimes the challenges that we go through are what we're meant to bring here to help other people transcend. Because when we've met ourselves at those deep levels and we've been in the depths of it and we understand these things and we have a unique way of expressing it and helping people, then it just sends those ripple effects out because it's like this offering. This is what works for me. Like take it, make it your own. And here's some suggestions and it adds a whole nother level and layer to it. Yeah, it's interesting because I was um, diagnosed, you know, as ADHD as a kid. And that was, I mean, I feel like labels can be so limiting and and um, I'm always cautious to apply labels. And yet at the same time, they do help us to understand things. I mean, our brains just that we like to categorize. It helps us to feel safe, right? Um, but I remember the first time I saw, uh, I got my astrology chart read. I was like, so this is why I'm ADHD. <laughs> you know, like it's right here. It's in my astrology chart um, in regards to my energy and how frenetic it can be and how fast it can be and all of these things. Um, and I mean, like even talking about human design, you know, like reading my human design, um, diving into that. So um, I love what you shared. And absolutely, you know, I think about the healing thing. It's perfect. Like kind of goes back to what we were talking about, um, what you'd shared before about the polarity with you know, black and white, there's a third option, right? So it really is both. Um, because I 100% agree, you know, folks who show up, uh, for my Akashic record readings who are ready to really be there, do work, be intentional. It's night and day from folks who are maybe just there for an experience. And you know what I mean? I'm, I know that you've had those kinds of clients too, yeah. Um, it's night and day what it is that we can accomplish together. And it's definitely not, I'm just honored to be a part of it, you know, and, and thankful that, um, that I am part of that channel as well. But I loved, I loved that, um, regards. So talk to us about new earth because new earth is like this huge topic of yours. I feel like in all of my research and like the podcast that I listened to a little bit of yours, like I kept hearing new earth, new earth. So I'd love for you to share like your definition of new earth with, 
with us and we can just kind of start there. Yeah. And I love that you say your definition because it's just, again, like where I'm at is just from my very humble lens and what I've been through. And it just, it is what we actually are creating. And I feel that, you know, we are actually there in the foundational sense. And to some degree, there is a bit of a split going on because we, if we again talk about consciousness, it's like if we're creating a reality based on our consciousness, and this can get very esoteric. I've heard in some very esoteric ways of explaining this. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'm going to try to keep it like not super esoteric. But it again, it is really starts with us, right? It's within first and then it's without. So new earth is within you. It is an extension of your consciousness. It's what is, what reality do you want to create? And do you want to have this expansive human experience? Do you want to create from this innate essence, this divine essence that is the truth of who you are? Or do you want to create from the smallness and the shadows and the patterns, which again, those patterns and shadow aspects do serve a purpose in helping you unravel and really crack that wide open. But as far as like where we're going with this new earth, like some of the components of it, I truly feel like there is hierarchy is not a thing there because again, if we're all a unique piece of the puzzle and we all have a beautiful offering, it's just such a different um, energetic. And another thing is Right now, we have so much, so many separation templates infused on this planet. And it also ties back in once again to your episode that you did on this, because anything that is designed to pit people against each other and is just extreme, it's like you're already anchoring in fear and chaos. And why, why are we doing that? What purpose does it serve? Or again, if you turn on the news and it creates this fear response, you can choose to plug in and stay there. But the thing is, is when we choose to plug in and stay there, we're actually being a part of the creation of that thing that we think we don't want. And so every moment we have a choice of where we want to direct our consciousness. And I don't believe that there's necessarily any right or wrong on this, but where we direct it is going to be a result. So let's say, for example, I'll use an example. If you plug into some of the things that's going on and you're plugging into this fear, and then you run out to Costco and you fill all your car up, not to say that you can't prep, but I, I actually like at the very beginning of this, there was one point where I was like, I thought like all hell was breaking loose and I plugged into that and then it never happened. But at the end of the day, it's like, where, what are we focusing on? Are we focusing on what we, what we're choosing to create and creating from that space? Because we always have a point of attraction and we're creating either consciously or unconsciously. So this new earth, to me, the word harmony, I keep hearing harmony. Like it's this beautiful energetic of harmony. And, and to be honest, I don't know when we're going to be there because I don't feel that it's in a linear time pattern as we think of it. To me, time here, it's like more of like a spirally thing, or it's just, it's not, it's not so black and white. It's not linear. And so again, going back to it starts from within because I feel what we're going through right now is like this collective dark night of the soul, this dismantling of all the lies, all the untruth. So it's happening on an individual level. It's happening on a collective level. It's kind of a circus out there at times, but we can't build a foundation on lies, deceit, all this stuff, because this stuff, the lies, lies never stay hidden forever. Like nothing is permanent. So the lies come up to the surface and then it's like an opportunity to take a look of it and course correct in the way of emotions are a beautiful compass because does this feel good? Does this feel expansive? Oh, 
No, it doesn't. This is outdated. Cancel, clear, delete. I'm going to go ahead and choose this. That's more in alignment. And so it's again, circling back to that. It's, it's first with you. It's first with you bringing your unique gifts and um, essence online, because if we're so worried about what's going on on the outside, to me, it's like a way that we're choosing not to be in the present moment with what's going on on the inside, because we can't force anybody to do anything. I don't, I don't know about you, but anytime I've had someone tell me, oh, you need to do it this way. You need to do this. I'm like, um, no, probably not. (laughs) Probably not. So if that kind of answer your question and hopefully it wasn't too like woo woo. (laughs) No, absolutely. I feel like you touched on so many things that, um, great points, plenty of things to unpack. I think that one of the big things that you touched on that I, that you had touched on earlier that I forgot it wasn't when you were talking, I was like, Oh, that's what it was. Um, just the importance of really understanding that whatever it is we're focusing on is what we're creating in our world, you know? And so, yes, we have this opportunity to build a new world, new earth, whatever, um, or not. And I think when we get locked in the timelines that take us off course, whether through fear, whether whatever, um, you know, the thing that I really came to see very clearly in 2020 was a, you know, that whole old adage of like, take one day at a time was like legit. (laughs) And then two was, um, realizing that all of the ideas and the, you know, this might happen and this might happen and all the talk and discussion. And like, I needed to be like, no, this is what I know right now. And if I don't know that, then that is not I don't make space for that. I don't welcome that into my energy because I don't need to feed that. You know, I could go off on some crazy tangent about what the vaccine might do to me or what, you know, like, what do I know that is where I come home to? Um, And that is what personally guides me. And I believe like similarly to you that, that the timeline for all of this is, up in the, cause it's really up to us. It's up to our growth, up to how things, you know, we do or don't what we don't accept or do accept on our path. Um, so what are some of the ways that you suggest, um, or recommend, you know, per, perhaps to your clients or whatever, to really sort of step into this new earth time to really take advantage of, I think the opportunities to really become fully aligned with ourselves we're being given right now. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's painful. <laughs> um, it can be, but it all, of course, there's always lessons involved in that too, but I'd love, I'd love to hear. Yeah. Some of your suggestions. Yeah. So I always say three things. It's a combination of conscious creation. So connecting with the frequency of what it is you choose. And I offer, this is something more expansive. So even like that aspect of you that's in vibrant health and radiance, that aspect is already available. That frequency is already available. It's just setting the intention to connect to that and feeling into that energy and just choosing it. Even if you can't see it, or even if you don't fully know, again, intention is so powerful. You can ask your higher self, creator, God source universe, whatever word resonates to assist you with that. But stepping into that and planting those energetic seeds and really those instructions, like you're giving the instructions to all the cells of your body. And we may not realize how powerful it is, but it's so powerful, so powerful. And the second thing is presence. So all we have is the now moment. 
And, and it's part of showing up for like manifestations in a way where like, we're not getting upset if it shows up today or doesn't show up today or shows up a year from now. It's like that, like kind of set it and just let it release it. And then taking that inspired action, of course, but presence I found to be so powerful because so many of us, myself included, have been so anchored in the past or so anchored in the future of what's going to happen that we forget, well, what's going on right now. And oftentimes when we're not connected to the now, we're not connected to our breath. We're not connected to what's happening and the beautiful things that we can be savoring in this moment. And so presencing yourself, whether that just be, if you realize like, oh my gosh, like I'm feeling a little flustered, like closing your eyes, placing a hand on the heart, the belly, wherever, and just taking like some conscious breath into your belly and allowing that reset. Because another thing that this does is if you're, if like a story's looping and you're telling a story and you're like catch in your, like being the observer of that, then it actually like cuts that off when we presence ourselves and take a deep breath and just bring ourselves into the now moment, calling back all parts and aspects of us. And then the third thing is the energy healing, the resistance. So when meeting that resistance, when it does come up, you know, if you need to cry, cry, like if it's wanting to come out, if you need to scream, scream, um, if you feel called and guided to, you know, go exercise or whatever it is, um, get some assistance with your healing or whatever you feel called and guided to do, but working with those things that aren't you and letting those go, releasing those reprogramming, um, turning pain to wisdom, like cancel, like I call them energetic software programs, like deleting the old programs. We update our phones all the time. It's kind of the same thing for those of you who love metaphors. It's like we're reprogramming those energetic software programs and it, you can learn practices that work for you. But oftentimes it's so simple as identifying the old one, cancel, clear, delete, and then downloading what it is you choose from your higher self creator. It's so available, but it's also one thing I found that's powerful is just saying, I choose to see the truth. I'm willing to see the truth. And then the consistency, because oftentimes too, what I've noticed is that, and I've had this before where I'll do a practice a couple of days and like nothing happened, but consistency is so powerful as well. Like showing up, whether it be, you know, your morning practice of whatever works for you, meditation, breath work, journaling, working out, drinking, um, you know, water, a cup of water and infusing that with love because water literally takes on the consciousness of whatever we tell it to take on. And our bodies are primarily made of water. So we can work with that sort of thing, like really making that practice your own and having some consistent practices of connecting with yourself in whatever way works for you and really getting to know yourself on a deeper level. Oftentimes we can go in and be like, oh, these relationships aren't working out. This is problematic. This is problematic. But it's like, well, let's take it back. How's your relationship with yourself? How are you showing up for yourself? Because that's like the most beautiful relationship we can have is first and foremost with ourselves. I love that. Yeah. Consistency is, I mean, <laughs> even as a marketer with my agency, that was always, I wrote so many articles. I preached until the sun came up. It was like the number one thing that you must do is be consistent. And I feel like with having a spiritual practice and being able to arm yourself in these times, being able to, um, you know, I channel the Akashic Records and every every month, basically for the forecast for, oh gosh, at least six or seven months now, they always mention at least once this deep importance of us really cultivating a strong foundation for ourselves and consistency is number one there. And like you said, it doesn't matter what it is, um, but just showing up consistently. 
So as we're kind of wrapping up here with the main questions before we jump into the lightning round, I'd love for you to share with us um, about your community embodied essence and like some of the ways that folks could work with you. Well, thank you so much, first of all, for having me and thank you for letting me share my work and I really appreciate it. Um, So yeah, my embodied essence community is literally my offering that all my offerings come from my heart, but this one is just like my baby. (laughs) I love this community. It's a place where I show up once a week and we do this work that I mentioned. So the conscious creation, the breath work, presencing stuff and the energy work. So I have created my own modality. I don't even have a name for it, (laughs) but it just it's a combination of everything I've learned and I just bring it in a way that is accessible to everybody. So, you know, if anything resonates and you have a question, I, the first session, you're more than welcome to join us, um, for free to just try it out and see if it resonates with you. And, um, so yeah, that's definitely, um, a way to really dive into some of this work. If it's, um, some of the energy healing, the body stuff we have, a um, within the community, a program called radiant starting. So we're going to be doing some energetic allergy healing and working with the systems of the body. So creating harmony within the body. So really, really excited for that. So that, um, yeah, that's a bit about my, my community and my door's always open too. So if you have a question, DM me on Instagram. I love to hear from people. Um, even if you listen to this podcast episode and you have takeaways, like I absolutely love connecting with people in that way too. Awesome. Wonderful. Yeah. The allergy stuff. I'm like, Ooh, I've always dealt with allergies. Um, up until a couple of years ago, I guess they've kind of left my system, but I think it's really fascinating that you did energetic, like allergy, like I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to ask you about this after. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, okay. So lighting round four questions. I don't know why my microphone just started going nuts on me. What's up Mercury retrograde. Um, okay. So let's do it. Um, first question, what is the one habit that you can't live without? meditation slash breath work. Can it be two? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Meditation slash breath work. I oh, love it. Do you want like really short answers? Is that the lightning round? This is so great. I love it. Okay. Yes. That's my yes. answer. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Um, number two, what does spirituality mean for you? Connecting with yourself. So simple, like connecting with yourself and knowing who you are and what you are as your number one priority. And making it all your own. Yes. Love that. What is your advice to anyone who's looking to find purpose? Hmm. I would suggest pulling your human design, your gene keys, but also asking, ask the universe, ask your higher self to show you what your next step is. Cause sometimes we don't need to know the next 10 steps. We just need to know the next one step. So ask for that guidance and it always shows up. It might not show up in the way you think it will. And then the tools that I would recommend is pulling your human design, your gene keys, because it can give you some very powerful, um, the codes in your gene keys give you very powerful places to contemplate and start as part of listening to that guidance. So that would be my suggestion. Yeah. I love the gene keys. They're amazing. Game changing. Like literally I could, I'm just like, I would tell everybody about them. (laughs) (laughs) And you won't, you know what happens when a generator falls in love with something. Oh, Everyone yeah. will learn we about them. Sing it from the rooftops. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, final question. So what is your favorite place to hang out online? 
Like where can come, where can folks my, come hang out with you? My podcast is my favorite uh, free offering where people can just come hang out, hang out in and the energy and space that's been created. It's called New Earth Visionaries. That's my favorite spot. Perfect. Awesome. Okay. So we will, um, oh, will you share with us like your website and stuff? Of course, I'll include all of your links in the show notes, but just in case someone doesn't want to go diving in. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. So my Instagram is my name, Amanda Monier. My website is also my name, Amanda Monier. So you can find me there. And again, open doors. So if you want to chat, DM me. Perfect. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Amanda, for making time to come hang out with us today and just sharing your wisdom and full heart. And I just want to say thank you so much for the work that you're doing with your community and your people. Um, And yeah, I, I love meeting folks who have made such huge shifts in their life and are just clearly rocking it out. So thank you so much for all you do and all you are. Oh, thank you, Anna. I really appreciate it. I have loved connecting with you and thank you everybody for listening to what I had to say today. I just appreciate it. I'm just so honored, so grateful. So thank you so, so much. I love the community you're creating as well and your energy. And so I'm just so honored. Thank you. Thank you. All right, folks, if you were inspired by today's interview, make sure to hit us up. Tell us what you thought. You can find us on social media, send an email. Um, Be sure to leave a review on iTunes and subscribe. Definitely join the email list for podcast updates and helpful resources. Thank you again for being here. And don't forget, when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. Until next week.